Nuke Juice is the newest beverage from Nukem Cola, and it's... Radioactive! Nuke Juice! Made from a blend of Fanta and giant mutated scorpion venom, this drink has got kick. Judo kick to your taste buds nutsack! Nuke Juice! Left out in the completely atmosphere-free, unfiltered sunlight for seven winks, this drink gives you the power to take on the perils of the nuclear wasteland. Flavors are... Mutant skin, gasoline, recycled pee, and fruit punch. Available for sale at all Mr. Drippy's convenience stores. For Stinker Madness with Justin, Sam, and Jackie again. Again. You here, right now. Uh, There's three people in front of a mic. Are you going to tell you about the movies? <laughs> that was terrible. Well, they're not as bad as the damn. Which we will talk about later. <laughs> the, okay. okay, we'll just hold that. We'll yeah. hold that. This so, is a, this is going to be something for the listeners to think about. What the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can't wait to hear about <laughs> So, uh, this is Sneaker Madness. Uh, I am your host, Justin. With me is Sam and Jackie. You guys are good. All right, moving on. Um, got some things about... Uh, I'll have the gout, sir. <laughs> got some things about... And a street urchin. <laughs> we have a roaming street urchin is that, is that in your Kevin Studio Costner B from at the West Elmbrook lot. Robin Hood impression. Yes. How did you know? Well, we've got some we've got some uh, things uh, going on. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Uh, Twitter, we are pushing big time right now. Uh, it is twitter.com forward slash Stinker Madness. We play games. We play Twitter silly games. games. Twitter games. Um, we are uh, in discussion currently. Uh, about, uh, Christmas pod crawl. We're, uh, gonna start working with some guys here and have a whole list of Christmas episodes for you guys to look forward to. Uh, notably, Jackie and I are going to be taking the podcast to England, uh, for three weeks, three long sunny weeks. We will try our best to keep episodes coming to you while we are overseas, promoting Stinker Madness, because that's how big of a deal we are. Tip, tip, Cherie. Yes, I've been practicing, people. Hmm. You should have just kept that as the roaming street urchin. That wasn't you. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much Sneaker Madness news right now. I well, I, we, I still think that we need to call it the 12 Stinkers of Christmas. Oh, yeah, it's, it's the 12 Stinkers of Christmas. We're going to do 12 movies split between four podcasts. Uh, so keep... Hopefully. Fingers keep, crossed. Yeah, well, we're still going to do... We're still going to do our, our part. month of, of Sneaker Christmas, but uh, it is, believe it or not, just ca- I mean, it's kind of right around the corner. I hate to say it. Like, when you're shopping... Well, apparently the Halloween store's already open, which means that before they close, there's going to be Santa Claus and the Fred mm-hmm. Meyer mm-hmm. or whatever store you have. Right, the wise. shopping is bullshit. Like, oh, they're selling stuff too early, but when you actually have to start planning something like this, you gotta fucking start in August. Oh, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. Planning you know, my, is ridiculous. My favorite time of Christmas is... You two getting up on the house to hang Christmas lights and risk your your lives. Well, I think that for the majesty of 
me driving up at night and being like, Christmas lights. Are, are we, I was, let's not talk about Christmas. Let's talk about the Christmas pod, Carl. Oh, <laughs> but I love the Christmas. Well, we've got a list of things we're going to put on that and, uh, uh, we'll see who gets involved with that. So, uh, if you have a bad movie podcast and you would like to be part of that, please let us know. But I already have some pretty good people in mind. But please, anyways, you may be one of those people, and it makes my job easier. Uh, so reach out to us at talk at sneakerbandits.com. Uh, moving on to uh, streaming do's and don'ts. Been really busy, so we only have a couple. Um, for instance... I think you're thinking of It's something like out west where I belong. It was basically a ripoff of that or something. It was god awful. It was god awful. But the movie is The Devil's Eight. Now with nobody. This was heavily recommended by a good source. And he may have let us down, but as I was thinking about it last night, May not have, because it is sort of a super boring movie that is confusing, mm-hmm. because Very you confusing. can't really figure out what's going on or why any of it's happening. Even if you had an idea, it doesn't, like, nope, uh-huh, what? But the reason, maybe why he recommended it, is, uh, is that it populates your brain for a, a week. Like, the song won't get out of your head, you wonder about what was going on, and even though it it's wasn't like- that much fun to watch... It's very thought-provoking in a bad way. Eight young men go down to a place, and they have to get some moonshiners, and they throw around some grenades and some explosives, and really fuck up a guy's day. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. So what you're saying is that this source pretty much pulled a dick move on you. I don't know if Shannon pulled a dick move. I, I, he, I he paid money for this, so if he pulled a dick and, move, it's on himself. Yeah, and at the same time, because I have been thinking about the damn thing for a week, I say... Ah, good job, Shannon, for making me part of your suffering. Well, the plot of the movie is, is that like the courtesy sniff? Is I'm not I'm not familiar with the courtesy sniff. Where if something smells real bad, and you're like, oh my god, and then you're like, here, smell this, and you put it in front of somebody else, and they sniff it. It's the sour milk from Saturday yeah, Night Live. Yeah, it is the sour milk from Saturday Night Oh, this milk is sour. You gotta try it. Let's <laughs> try. That was the problem with the Devil's Eight. Is it wasn't bad, it wasn't good, it was just there, and it was confusing, but it wasn't that much fun. But it wasn't terrible either, it was like, it kept moving, it had a bunch of driving, there was dumb shit throughout the whole thing, it just didn't get over the hump, for whatever reason. I am in the complete opposite mind, I thought it sucked ass. Hmm. Yeah, me too, it's a don't. I am going to give it a resounding do not. I, I would say do not, because you don't need to have this in your head for a week. Yeah, that's, that is punishment. You will not be entertained. There's like four seconds of the movie that's like, huh, interesting. I, and then the rest of it, you just tune out. Yeah, it's, uh, well, no, I didn't tune it out because every, about every seven minutes, something would happen that just didn't make any sense. And you were like, well, what is going, why is this, is this a problem? I think, I what think, is the deal? I think it is a film that should be viewed but a la MST3K. I think that's the only way it can be done. Yeah, if there's a riff track out there for this thing, I would do it. Yeah, I think riff track would be a really good call on or not, Devil's Well, Day. not riff track. No, it's riff track. Well, I thought, what's Hodgson doing now? That's not riff tracks. Uh, no, Hodgson's not part of riff track. It's uh, uh, Mike and uh, uh, the two 
writers. Oh. Uh, Kevin Murphy and the other one. Sorry, I suck. I forgot your name. Um, Either way, if any of those guys... Bill Schwartzenstenman Rosen. Dr. Rosen Rosen is uh, the other writer. If, if either Rift Tracks or whatever Hodgson's troop is called now have done this movie, then I would do it that way. I'm pretty sure it's it's Mike. Mike Nelson. I don't think it's Mike, Joel. Joel. Well, no, Joel Hodgson has his own troop now. So they both have troops? Yeah. Huh. There's so much stinker business going on, it's out of control. There is, like... I Hodgson's guys do uh, live I stuff. I thought it was just us. I always thought it was just us, as far as the stinkers. Everybody loves stinkers. Oh, yeah, no, it's Like, a big there's deal. so many stinking podcasts about stinkers and people reviewing stinkers. Well, and... I mean, if you recall, I've sort of joined this, the three of us watching stinkers. I had my own stink. I was part of the other stinker group. The, I mean, the um, if we'd made it, guys, that's where I was watching my stinkers before you guys moved back into town. True, of course. I was I was watching We're crap like with wild, Tucker wild and wild Jeff. Cowboys. We are. We, Sam, come with us if you want to live. We are the new frontier of stingers. Giddy up. Moving on to the next movie, because I am now just stroking my own penis. Uh, Invasion of the Bee Girls. We forgot about this. We, we forgot it about it a few um, weeks you know, ago. Again, doesn't make it over the hump. However, I am going to give this one a do just because there's. I just I'm I'm a weak. I am a soft touch for William Smith. If William Smith is in the damn movie, I'm going to watch it probably twice. I love this movie. Oh really? I really liked Invasion of the Bee Girls. I thought it was stupid and silly. And there was boobs, chock full. Yeah, that's the thing. There was, a but lot there of was it. also some other stuff. Like I the, just thought that William the Smith was awesome. in the in the woods scene. Yeah. Like, like let me set this up for anybody that hasn't seen this movie because I I, I want to sell this film a little bit because I think it's pretty underrated. And the fact that I never heard of it before, but Netflix was kind of like what Invasion of the Bee Girl, and it's one of the only William Smith leads. Well, to, in order to become a bee girl, and they are made of bees. They are Candyman. They're you don't bees. have to, but you don't. You're not begging the question at the end of it, right? You're not right. going. Are they, they bees? They're bees. You're like these are. They're bees. They're bees. Um, in order to become a bee, I think you have to have sex. No, or, I thought that they. No, they, they poured they, that honey shit on you, and then they. So why did they have to have so much sex? No, they were luring the man in with the sex, and then they were killing him with the bees. So why would they? What was the they point were of killing him? To reproduce. Oh, what? But there were stingers in their vaginas, and it stung them in the dick, and they died. Yeah, they died. But Vagina they didn't... stingtata? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what that's, I got out of it. That's not Latin. Well, anyways, the, the very first scene, the very first nudie scene, is a gal and a guy go on a motorcycle ride up the hill, and then the next thing you see, they have no clothes on, and they're just rolling down the hill. And then, oh, that was funny. That was that funny, was because awesome. their clothes completely disappear. Like... And the, the clothes rolling. aren't on the motorcycle. You could, They're not on the ground. They just don't have any more clothes. I bet they did that rolling three or four times. Yeah. And <laughs> you, you can tell the that they were not happy about no, it. it would suck it's ass. A, it's a hillside. Yeah. You're naked rolling down. And it wasn't... It was a pretty good, like... Seven pitch grade, they're mm-hmm. rolling down the damn thing, and there's just sticks and rocks and like the <laughs> softest thing was like straw. He was on to her, like protect they're my just, baby. They like, are just clutched onto on each him. other, like ow, 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 ow. I know I've got giant boobs pressed against my chest. You know, but it was, ow, you know, like ow, you have ow. the fake sex in the movies, but like at this point, they were probably like, we should actually get our bits together. 
just for protectional purposes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really liked Invasion of the B-Girls. I give it a total do. I'd do it. I love William Smith. He's really awesome. So we got three no's on Devil's Eight and three, three do's on, on Invasion of the B-Girls. Yeah, Invasion of the B-Girls is a do. Wow. Well, cool. Cool. Uh, that's what we got for streaming twos and don'ts. Uh, it's been a really busy week, so sorry about that. We'll try to get more. It's the death rattle of summer, people. Oh, God. We're trying summer. to suck up all the, summer. the awesomeness that we can before we're trapped indoors. Yeah, it's just so stinking busy. And then you get 60 million podcasts a week from us because we're like, well, what are we going to do tonight? How about Stinker Madness? Go get yeah. Sam. Got shit well, to do. I know. It's cold it's outside. It's been crap. Like, the last two weeks, I haven't come over on Saturdays at all just because I've been working on Saturdays. Because oh. that's how damn busy... Everybody's been busy. Summer is uh, news, news. Speaking of busy people, I've got some. I've got great news. Tony Jaa from On Bonk and Scott Adkins are now in Kickboxer 3D. Oh boy, that sounds so. Well, you know, awesome. It sounds awesome, but I just. How is that not going to be awesome? Well. Nick, I want one Scott Atkins where Scott Atkins and Tony Jaw fuck up Kickboxer. Oh no, I, I just I think it's gonna be great. It's just that my my heart bleeds for Scott Atkins. That guy needs to have a Norris career where he just gets out about ten stinkers where his name shows up before the title of the movie mm-hmm. and it's I think this could be the launching point. I hope so. There is a lot of buzz about Kickboxer 3D. A lot. Of there buzz. was apparently a lot of buzz when they were doing casting for Batman v Superman. Yes. Scott Atkins. Many people was, wanted to be. How many episodes Scott have we have we brought up this Batman versus Superman? And I think we've been talking about it now. It's, for it's the last a pretty big deal weeks. right now. It's a pretty big deal right now. Because wasn't last week when we talked about the Comic Con? Yeah. Hmm. Well, no, either way, Scott weekend. Atkins was. I he should have yeah. He would, have made, he would have made a great Batman. I don't know if he could have been Bruce Wayne, because I haven't seen his chops as far as being well, here's anybody the but So a, Ninja, he plays an American. He, the guy, he he's, plays, he's British. He's dark. He's dark in Ninja, because he, he's kind of like... But that's the thing, what I'm saying. But acting-wise, he's that kind guy's of a bad from... Guy. He's like from Liverpool or something. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't do... He, oh, he seems Liverpool. to pull off... Mm, Liverpool, yes. I don't think he's from it's Liverpool. It's a rough neighborhood. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. I just mean that... Yep. Me and Justin will know here in a couple yeah. weeks. A, a bit of the ultra violence. Maybe he's from London. I don't know. He's, he's British. He's probably in a gang. And Switchblade he knife. plays most of his movies with an American accent. And I didn't know he was British until I looked him up. So maybe he's not the greatest actor in the world. But he sold me that he wasn't British. Yeah, no, 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 no. I, 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 I like Scott Atkins. I, um, I'm excited about Kickboxer 3D. Super, I need him to become super, the next Chuck Norris for the well-being of my excited. soul. Uh, <laughs> Stallone has come out and said that he is pursuing Sig- Sigourney Weaver to lead a team called the Expendables. Oh God! All female, all action, all explosions. Probably no boobies. The uh, chick that I forgot when we were talking about this, uh, and we were trying to think about who would be good in it, who I couldn't think of was Lucy Liu. Mm. See, and that was the one I was going to say. No, I like Michelle Yao. I like Michelle Yao. I think you have both of them. Why? Two Asian ladies? You can't have two Asian ladies. Why? Are you racist? Yes. Absolutely. Boo. No, I'm not racist. I'm thinking about everybody else that's racist. I don't know if I'm racist Did you see Babylon AD? Here's the thing. When you ask somebody... Are you racist? And they say either yes, or if they say no, what they mean is yes. 
If you say, you, you know said, what, I don't know if I'm racist or not. Well, then we you should may go back in time. Like, why can't you have two Asians? Well, as long as they're not driving cars, have as many as you want. Jimmy Wang, you can drive a car. Oh shit! Yeah. Uh, no, I. You know he was actually a enthusiast, motor enthusiast. No, good for him. Um, That's why he was able to power slide. He he did race cars. I want to talk about the expendables. Yeah, I think that you should have Michelle Yao. What is your problem with an all equal rights? Equal rights. Women are just as good as men. Yet now there's an action movie in the works that is full of women. They are the lead ass kickers, and you're like, eh. But wasn't that just kind of a rip off of Charlie's Angels? Charlie's Angels is stupid. The Expendables is awesome. Well, if it's going to be awesome, like the male's Expendables, yes, I laugh I'm sure and I that they will time. fly airplanes well, and mow people gonna down. It's going to probably be the same core team of people making these movies. Yeah. I, 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 would, I would want Provided to. that it ever happens. I doubt it'll ever happen. But I don't want to see Cameron Diaz. No, I don't want to see Lou. Cameron Diaz. I mean, I want to see some. I, I would like to see Lucy Liu. I don't. She was a. She was a. Charlie's Angel. She was a Charlie's Angel. So, so, no. The only one, that's fine. Take one Charlie's Angel. I, that's what you're saying. Too many Asians. I'm, I'm fine if they're all Asian. I don't care. Then only get one movie. Charlie's Angel. And she's the Charlie's Angel to take. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. If, if you have to have a Charlie's Angel, she's the only one. That's true. Because you, you don't want to. Because the original Charlie's Angels, actually, uh, well, Fairfoss is dead. True. Who is? Are there any of them still alive? I don't know. Um, yes, but they're too Tanya old. Roberts. Tanya oh. fucking Roberts should be in the Expendables. Yeah, she, and she should. should get them out. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, and you know what? That's just sort of like a art, like an archive thing. Like this is what they look like. No, now we what, have to move on. I'm sorry, but we have Tanya to move Roberts. on. Tanya Roberts. That's uh, who I want to see. If you have people that you want to see in the Expendables, Twitter us. Uh, WWE Studios and Lionsgate. Are making a Leprechaun reboot. Uh, New Leprechaun. How, how one from a notoriously stinker studio? Oh yeah. Are they going to get this this guy from Willow? The probably same, not. The probably same guy. Not. Who he doesn't the have a career before. in the uh, the WWE. No, but they have a bunch of um, the little luchadors. Yeah, the little luchadors, sure. Yeah, I'm sure there's going to be some flying ninja. Leprechaun bullshit. I'm excited about it. I, I think, think that's going to be cool. I think it'll be terrible, but in I a think good it'll way. Be terrible. I think it'll be entertaining. Oh, no, the Leprechaun's going to be good. Well, <laughs> you yeah. just hope that it's not going to be bending the rules. Yeah, I hope not. Yeah. Uh, sad news today. Uh, today, the 7th of August. 8th. 8th of August. Uh, Mannheim Golan died at the age Manheim of 85. Mannheim Golan, yeah. 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 Uh, from Canon Films, from such stinkers as Invasion USA and Masters of the Universe and Over the Top. Well, and he, uh, what else did we just watch that was a, a Canon film? The one with Seagal? No. No. I thought we just threw down on one. Yeah, like we just threw weeks. down on a, when we went over to Jeff's. Yeah, and it was like, oh, fucking, this is a Canon? Oh, yeah, no, Ninja 3. Ninja 3. Ninja 3. Ninja 3 is the whole the Ninja one. series. Uh, yeah, Ninja 3 out of the... It's not like Ninja 1 and 2 are bad. Ninja 1 and 2 are awesome. Ninja 3 is fucking incredible. Well, pour... If you're a sneaker fan, pour a beer out for your homie, because uh, uh, that's, that's, that and was a when, big one. But it's, when, it's good that he was 85. When he took the reins on films, though, too, because he would direct... He directed Delta Force. Yep. Yep. Big big deal in sneakers is, is 
Yeah, they're doing a documentary about him as well. So there will actually be the documentary that I wanted to make is actually happening, and they'll probably do a better job than I would have. Cool. Moving on to Stinker Thinkers. Stinker Thinkers. All right, gentlemen. Oh, this this episode is brought to you by so horror sound we effects. We should we should say which sound effect that we're doing. No, that's not fun. Uh, I believe you have a correction. Oh, I already posted that on the website. Uh, Sam did score first last week, so the current score is uh, sixteen fifty. All right, Sam. Now these movies all do have something in common, mm-hmm. and it, I'm I'm out to stump you guys this week. Okay, okay, the first one, the tagline: "What we have is now, and right now we have each other." Three friends get together and bury a box, making a pact to open it at midnight at their high school graduation. In the little town in Georgia that they live in, things soon change. One is Little Miss Perfect, one is an engaged prom queen, and the other is a pregnant outcast. The night of graduation, they open the box and they strike up a conversation. All of a sudden, one brings up the topic of her going to Los Angeles for a record contract edition. That's a hint. They all decided to go together and they leave. Well, that's a good plot line. <laughs> they also had to go together and leave. <laughs> We're um, out. With a little money, they, they set it on the road with a guy named Ben. When one of them tells the other a rumor that he might be a homicidal maniac, they are all scared of him. When they reach L.A., Lucy, the star of this show, falls in love with Ben, and against her father's wishes, she stays and goes to the audition. I have gotten... Well, that's not the one to push. Yeah, that's a long one. You guys totally ruined it by talking over it. Um, I don't actually have a guess. That was a total accident. (laughs) (laughs) I have no clue. Uh, This one was called Crossroads. Ah, fucking with Britney Spears. Never saw it. Didn't even know it existed. (laughs) Uh, All starring musicians. No. God! You lose a point! Shit! Well, that is true, but that's not what these have in common. They yeah. all do have musicians. Well, that's bullshit. But, but that's, that's not, not the, that's not that's the not answer. The common, God damn the it. common thread. First here. one to okay. lose. So I can't be hasty. Yeah, don't be hasty. Well, Brady. I gotta try to beat you on on those. Okay, the tagline for the next one: She has the best of both worlds. Now she has to pick just one. As blank popularity begins to over to take over her life, uh, Stuart. That's her last name in the movie. On the urging of her father, takes a trip to her hometown of Crawley Corners, Tennessee, to get some perspective. Shit. Damn it, you said Tennessee. Oh, and now I can't even think of the movie. You're picking the long ones. Yeah, that stupid Reese Witherspoon movie, Sweet Home Alabama. It's not that one. No. (laughs) Okay, read the rest of it. Uh, Takes a trip to her hometown of Crawley Corners, Tennessee, to get some perspective on what matters most in life. Hope floats. Ooh, no, Hannah Montana, the movie. Oh, Jesus. oh boy. Yeah, we're not going to get any of these. You guys will probably get this last one. Maybe I don't know. Um, they're all Disney bring ups. That is correct, Mouseketeers. sir. They were all Mouseketeers. Damn it, seventeen fourteen. They all got their start at Disney. There was a brief moment well, where Hannah I was Montana was not you. a Mouseketeer, but she was a Disney bring up. Yeah, she was a Disney bring up. So the, the final one here, and you guys might be able to get this, it's a little more recent, and mm-hmm. it's not, okay. So some friends come with a happy ending. 
<laughs> Those candies pay $50 behind the dumpster of the tacos, tacos, tacos. Actually, behind tacos, 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 you can get a tug job for two bucks. Yeah, Terry will give you lots of them. Uh, Jamie Rellis is a New York City headhunter trying to sign Los Angeles-based art director Dylan Harper for her client. When he takes the job and makes the move, they quickly become friends. Their friendship turns into a friendship with benefits, but with Jamie's emotionally damaged past and Dylan's history of being emotionally unavailable, they have to try not to fall for each other the way Hollywood romantic comedies dictate. I don't know any of these movies. I, I know what it is. I don't know the title of the film. It's got Timberlake and Mila Kunis in it. Yes. Friends with Benefits. That's it. Nope. Friends with Benefits is... Uh, she nope, said that's, that's it. No Strings Attached with Natalie Portman and... Uh, I don't know. I'm just yep, going by one. It's called Friends with Benefits. God damn it. Thank you for giving me a hint, though. Oh, 18 of You just 14. can't keep that mouth shut. You dominated this week. Four... Points. No, three points. Three I points. Good. You I, I stumped oh, you guys. Oh, oh yeah, twice. Sure, That's good. I was pretty sure you guys were not going to get um, oh, yeah, you, the, the Disney Aston connection. Aston Kutcher and Natalie Portman in uh, No Strings Attached. That was a movie I thought it was. Go, Sam, with your boring bullshit. Sam's boring bullshit. Uh, Damnation Alley is directed by Jack Smite. From? Well, actually, this guy has got an interesting filmography. Mm-hmm. Harper, with Paul Newman, which is a really good film. Well, I don't know if it's a really good film, but it's a fun one to watch. Okay. Uh, Kaleidoscope with Warren Beatty. Got nothing. And, uh, oh, I can't even... Oh, The Illustrated Man. Also nothing. Oh, okay. How about that? Uh, Among many others. I've never heard of this movie. Yeah, well, (laughs) there you go. Thanks. I'm just saying, it's a common theme with all those other films as well. Never heard of those. 20th Century Fox put this out, so they were in sort of a rotating... They were in a like musical chairs of producers, so there's not really a producer of note, other than Bobby Roberts, who really doesn't do a whole lot of anything. Um, Lucas Heller, however, was the original screenwriter who also wrote The the Dirty Dozen, Flight of the Phoenix, Mm -hmm. and Hush Hush Sweet Charlotte. However, his script was amended by the novelist Ellen Sharp. Oh, yes. Who uh, did nothing that we've ever read. Okay, that's so good that you told us that. Ah, now starring, of course, we have the Cold War veteran, Jan Michael Vincent. Yes, absolutely. Now, Jan Michael Vincent, we all know from such things as... Well, he's a Cold War veteran because Airwolf is a Cold War show. Right. And yeah, do you know what... Yeah, I don't what? know who that is. Airwolf? You don't know what Airwolf is? No, I... Isn't that Airwolf? I don't know. I, d- I don't know um, the airwolf is. So far, this no, is all just way like, over my head. Yeah, it, um, it's the helicopter TV airwolf? show. It's the sweetest no. television show that's ever existed after Crazy Like a Fox. So I've never heard of Crazy you know... Like a Fox. Either. Oh, my gentle Jesus. You're watching Murder, She Wrote, in your free time. You could be watching awesome shit instead. No, Crazy Like a Fox was not. It's Hardcastle and McCormick. Hardcastle and No, Crazy Like Fox with Ernest Borgnine as well. No, no, all three Jack of Warden. No, it's Simon, no, and no, Simon, Simon and Simon. Simon and Simon. And Magnum. Gentlemen, gentlemen, and gentlemen. No, Crazy Like a Fox is with Jack Warden. That's I, where he's the P.I. Care, and his saying, son I'm is the lawyer. off sweet shit. No, That's but all I'm, I'm just No, Hardcastle and McCormick was yeah. the sweet show. I like all Crazy people. Like a Fox was cool, but it wasn't as cool it as Hardcastle. It was Hard- pretty fucking cool. So what happens in Hardcastle and McCormick? They drive a... Sweet car. No, that's hard. That's hard. Okay, Hardcastle and McCormick. What happens in Crazy Like a Fox? They drive a sweet car. No, they don't. They ride the damn trolley. 
they ride the sweetest trolley. Trolley. Ever. Okay, whatever. It's like, anyway, so sweet. So I'm defending Murder She Wrote before we move on here, gentlemen, because I like old people. (laughs) 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 So I like shows with old people in them. Angela Lansbury is on the time machine. Ernest Borgnine's old. Yeah, he's not in this movie. No, but he's in Hardly Castle of McCormick. No, he's in Crazy Like a Fox. No, Jack Warden's in Crazy Like a Fox. Brian what? Keith. What decade did I yeah, get Brian born Keith in? is in Hardcastle and McCormick, and Ernest Borgnine is in Airwolf. And Simon and Simon. Simon and Simon is Gerald McRaney. With uh, Tom Selleck. No, that's a Magnum PI. Oh. Oh. Moving on. <laughs> well, we, we're not all the way moved on because. John Stamos was in Do there. you know what Jan Michael Vincent's character name was in uh, Airwolf? Captain. Awesome. <laughs> it's really, really dumb. Okay, bring it. Stringfellow Hawk. Wow. <laughs> wow. That with is... an E. Hawk with an E at the end of it. Hawk. How a K. Hawk. 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 What a douche. Awesome. Ugh. This is uh, George Papard's sort of when he starts transitioning back into TV from Hollywood movies. Okay. Uh, After the A-Team. No, A Team happens well after this. This is 1977. 76 when they actually yeah, made this. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, time continuity. Oh, huh, huh. Hmm. That is a good point. That's a real thinker. Knowing, when it comes to knowing decades and timing. Knowing facts and things is interesting. <laughs> uh, now here's the fun part. Billy the kid. You know who he is. Uh, not Billy the Kid. The kid in the movie named Billy. Billy, okay. Obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, guess who he is? The kid from Mac and Me? No. Captain Jackie America? Earl Haley. Oh, yeah, from such films as Simon and Simon the Movie. No, dude, Jackie Earl Haley is Rorschach and Freddy Krueger. No shit? No shit. Whoa. Rorschach is one of the best fucking performances Perform- I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he was in Bad, news. He was in Bad news Bears movies before oh, this. Oh, God, he's Jackie Earl Haley brilliant. was a kid actor that's made it out. I have never seen a man adapt a character as well as Rorschach in The Watchmen. Oh, no, that was, was brilliant. Nailed it. Wow. You're in here with me. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. Wow. Oh, Hair on the back of my Rorschach. neck is standing up right now Rorschach. just saying it. Rorschach is... You got Darth Vader and Angela Lansbury in Murder, She Wrote, and then you got bed knobs and, and, and bed knobs and Brimstone. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Greatest character. Angela ever. Lansbury is on, high up on the Time Machine hit list. Yeah, I showed Jackie a picture, and she's hot. She was beautiful, yeah. yeah she, she was, was a pretty lady. Uh, anyway... So Fox was for about six months, and then she got really old. No, she was at the age of thirty-two. She turned into Benjamin Button, (laughs) but in her twenties, oh my god! But she was like sixty in Murder She Wrote. (laughs) Yeah, she's really old. But it just seems like she was always forever. The first episode, Jackie didn't. I was like, you should watch Murder She Wrote, and she's like, oh my god, this is a great show. But I was actually looking at her figure. I would have totally done a 60-year-old Angela Lansbury, no problem. Nice. Anyway. Uh, Don't think she would have done you. So, no, no. <laughs> oh, no. It's ironic that you're shaped like a teapot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, anyways. I'm too sad to talk now. <laughs> she would have not have pulled on your spout. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> All right, we got to get a handle on this. Oh. 
Zingers! Okay. Jesus. So anyway, 20th Century Fox is super pumped about this. <laughs> super Wait, they're pumped. they're super pumped about Damnation Alley? Damnation Alley. 20th Century 20th Fox. Century Fox. Right now is currently super pumped. No, they, when they were making the oh, movie. Oh, okay, okay. So they, so they ended up wait, what was shelving this? it. 78? So shot in 76. It was supposed to be Christmas 76 it was released. They ended up shelving it and doing a bunch of post-production work to make the sky look radioactive. Uh-huh. Which it does not. And so it comes out in 1977. And I think you Which know where this is going. Wait. the same year as wait. something else. Yes, the same year as something else in 20th Century Fox. In classic form with what they did with something else constantly is like, oh my god, this Damnation Alley is going to be the blockbuster of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. It's going to well, be amazing. They had nothing before then. Nothing. And they had another science fiction movie that they weren't really like, yeah, whatever, we're going to lose some Man. money on this other science fiction movie, Man. but Damnation Alley is going to be the one. The other who, one who directed that other movie? Corman? Was it I Corman? I think it was George Lucas. Oh, Because the right. other one was fucking Star yeah, Wars. Yeah. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. <clears throat> I've got a question. Huh. Did you just say post-apocalyptic? Yeah, mm-hmm. it is post-apocalyptic. This is a post-apocalyptic movie. So, <clears throat> let me just guess here. The post-apocalyptic movie, in my opinion. It takes place in some shit. I like Steel Dawn with It takes place on Earth, and it's scorched Earth. The whole Earth is a shithole. Actually, I have a bunch of post-apocalyptic movies. Because the world gets nuked! What's so hard for you to understand about post-apocalyptic movies? It's apocalyptic. Future movie. Apocalyptic, meaning that apocalypse has already happened. The whole place is a shithole. Yep, I knew it. (laughs) <laughs> That's a shithole that... Future movie shithole, everybody's running around rags on a motorcycle with some screening on it so that they can kill somebody with because a Because the word bat. post-apocalyptic is synonymous with shithole. They mean the same thing. I really hope, Sam, that this movie has some redeeming qualities such as... Giant scorpions? Yes, yeah, something like and that. And the mega weapon? There's um, a, the mega weapon. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry about that. I just don't know how she doesn't understand. Post-apocalyptic should be a nice place. You should be able to take your children there on fucking vacation like goddamn Disney World. So, the Landmaster. Yes, the SUV. The mega SUV. 12 wheels. Yeah, 12 wheels. What's this? A post-apocalyptic vehicle? Oh, yeah. Mega. Mega vehicle. Mega vehicle. Guess how much it cost? Oh, God. I can only imagine. Because it runs. Guess. In 1976 money. $5,000. $125,000. $300,000. Ouch! Wow. Almost as much as last week's movie. Jesus. That is awesome. Yeah, and it never got damaged, but it could... There was apparently... Where is the Landmaster now? Do you know that? No, I don't, but I know that it was actually used in an episode of Get a Life with Chris Elliott as Mm -hmm. the uh, like an automatic newspaper dispenser. So it's probably still someplace running around L.A. It's probably worth eight times. If it's still running around, it's probably worth a few million. You'd be surprised about that because remember Did when we talked about uh, when we talked about uh, we'll get to that. Um, what was Frankenstein's, Frankenstein's car's name? Uh, the monster. Yeah, something, uh, I don't know. Eighteen thousand dollars for a fucking seventy-six Corvette that's painted green and has bullshit on it. Three hundred thousand. Three hundred thousand. That's true. That's true. All right. That's a good point. Anyway. Uh, this was Fox's first Sound 360 movie, which was a way that they tried to magnetically... It's a pre-surround sound that happened for this movie and then died out very quickly. Okay. 
the Landmaster's Guidance System mm-hmm. is a Texas Instruments calculator. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Good for them. Good uh, for them. Probably made them a successful company, this movie. Now, they used 300 male cockroaches for the cockroach <laughs> business. Yes. So they wouldn't reproduce. Guess how long it took, because it doesn't happen in the movie for very long. Mm-hmm. Guess how long it took to wrangle and shoot these 300 male cockroaches? 17 hours. A week. Oh, my gentle. They shot the cockroaches That's, for a week. At some point, you have like to say four abort. Seconds or something you got to like say, that. let's just abort, dude. A fucking week? Abort. Day four, I would say, maybe day two. You know what? This isn't working. We're never going to get this done. Abort. Yeah. Okay, we, can, we can get dogs. Let's get dogs, giant dogs, make it fe- seem like giant dogs have taken over the planet. Are these giant cockroaches in this movie? No, there's just a shitload. Well, they say that if, you know, something like that really does happen, I guess that part's realistic. It's a shithole and there's cockroaches everywhere. Now, as you were asking, did this money make money, or did this movie make money? No. No. no it no. cost $8 million and, uh, In 1976? Yes. And yeah. made four back. They actually, to try to recoup it, they did, uh... They sold it to China? Drive-ins and, uh, other smaller theaters, they would double feature it with Another underperforming film called Wizards, which is a Ralph Bakshi animated film that's really not very good. Well, you can currently watch this movie on Amazon Prime if you have a membership for free. Other than that, go fuck yourself. Huh. Wow, that was cheerful. That is that is cheerful. <clears throat> Yay. Um, what do you got for improv, Sam? You're going to set this shit up. Okay, gotta, so now for improv, you will be... Jan Michael Vincent. However, okay. you will be playing Stringfellow Hawk okay. from Airwolf. Okay. Jackie will be playing Jackie Earl Haley as a young Freddy Krueger. Mm. Oh, interesting. Child Freddy Krueger. Child Freddy Krueger. Okay. And I will be playing George Prepard as Hannibal from the A-Team. And I, Hannibal from the A-Team... And the manager at Mr. Drippy's. And you guys are trying to buy things from me that I do not have. Are, are, are we, are, do we know each other or are we just random customers? No, you, you are Stringfellow Hawk with your child companion, Freddy, Freddy Krueger. Okay. Trying to buy anything from me and I, I just don't have any of them. Okay. All right, let's go. Can I help you? I am so thirsty right now. I would kill for some... I want a lollipop! Just let me talk to you for a second, please, before you start cutting people off again. Nuke juice. Let's get some nuke juice. You know what? We're all out of nuke juice. God damn it. Lollipop. And then have lollipops. They haven't made those since before the bomb dropped. Lollipop? What are you even going to do with a lollipop? You just wait till you you go to bed, mister. You sleep, I'll get you. I'll get you, little fucker. I'm right here. Just get me right now. Boy. I have to do it in the dreams. If the dreams would kill me, sweet death. Please, sweet death. <clears throat> so, no lollipops, no nuke juice. Uh, what we... do you have? I have to go to the some... bathroom. We don't have a bathroom. Jesus Christ, you're hard to maintain. It's a waste Child. Just piss outside. I'm just, serious. Just piss your pants. It doesn't matter. It's going to be nice inside your drawers. I believe. Have you seen this claw I have to wear on my hand? I yeah. I don't have my feet outside. You don't want to touch your wiener with that. You don't want to touch. Just go, man. You know I had uh, years ago got several thousand cases of these cocktail umbrellas 
planning for the Pokemon beverages, and I love it when a plan comes together. I do have cocktail umbrellas. That just made me piss my pants. I no longer have to pee, do you? No. I Would you like a cocktail car. umbrella for your puddle of urine? I don't. I will give you a box of them for one oil filter. I would much rather have new juice. All out of that. Um, I want a pony. Can you check the stock room? There hasn't been a pony on this planet in I just 75 heard, years. I just heard a commercial for new juice. You've got to have new juice. Not at this one. Can you All call out. Can you call corporate and check? Corporate. Okay, hold on. Let me... Yeah? No, we're all out of nukes. No. No, we're out. No, don't tell me that. I know, I don't... I can't actually put that in there. That wouldn't fit. I don't... Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, they're gonna be here on Tuesday. Tuesday! Tuesday! I can do Tuesday. Can you do Tuesday? Are you gonna have lollipops? No. No, we're not gonna have a lot of us. Fuck this guy, let's get him! Let's kill him! Roar! I stick my finger up your butt. It's got a it's got a toenail clipper on it. Snip snip to your colon. Wait, since when did you become Edward Scissorhands? I thought I had a claw. You know, kid, maybe you think about putting knives on that glove. Edward... The fingernail clippers just aren't menacing enough. <laughs> Edward Swiss Army knife hands? You never know when you're going to need to play a straight eyebrow. <laughs> Edward Manny Petty hands. <laughs> Get to the chopper! Get to the chopper! 